Hi, this is Narte Bunyar, and this is Bigger Than Life Goals, the show that talks about how we can successfully use life hacks and also share tips on how to meet your goals. On our episode for today, we're going to talk about how do we apply in the BPO industry in the Philippines? And what are those things or the requirements that we need to take for us to pass? One of the most dynamic and fastest growing sector in the Philippines is actually the information technology, which includes the business process outsourcing. So the industry is actually composed of um, you know eight subsectors and knowledge process outsourcing is one of those. And it also includes back offices, animation, call centers, in which we are all familiar. We also include uh, software development, game development, engineering design, and even medical transcription. And in the Philippines, the IT BPO industry actually plays a major role in the growth and development of the economy. Applying in a call center can be easy if you know what to do. So you just need to have enough confidence and also determination to pass. Uh, you will also need good communication skills to ace your interviews. Now, just a heads up in the BPO industry, um, knowing how to speak English uh, is not the only factor to be considered because there's a lot of things that comprises it, like your analytical skills, um, how you process information and whatnot. So, you also need to be able to sell yourself and make your recruiters like you. Now, in the BPL, for you to apply, you need to go through several steps, such as um, making a resume, going through some interviews and tests, even signing a contract, and then finally getting your requirements ready. So, you need to prepare for each of the steps and plan out what you should be doing so that you can get in no matter how hard the screening process is. So here, we'll be giving some tips on how to ace the screening process on the BPO industry. One of the sectors that involves BPO industry is actually call center work. And for those uh, to our listeners who are a newbie to this industry or just starting to plan things out for their career. So one of the pressing question is, what is call center really? So I'm here to uh, help you get that information and hopefully get you some insights on um, starting your career. Before we look on the steps in, the, in passing the call center, uh, let us first look into the work scope that you will be facing once you're there. So in a call center, you will be obviously taking calls, but before you can do that, you must actually learn the ins and outs of the product line or even the services that you are working for. You can't just pick up the phone and answer a call without being trained you know, getting the catch of that. So you need to become an expert first. You will be undergoing rigorous training. Uh, some of them actually takes a week or some of them even months. You need to take that uh, before you hit the floor and answer calls. Now, just a little bit of a background. I've been with the BPO industry for almost like four years and I've been to several um, companies before I won't name it because you know I don't want to be uh, spam on this so 
initially, uh, my account is for retail. And then eventually after that, I was transferred to a telco account, which is an account that really, you know, stresses me out. <laughs> stresses me out. No, um, something that really challenged my abilities because in the telco uh, accounts, there's a lot of things that you have to do, like uh, taking calls, um, getting um, information about the bill, explaining how their phone work, or even being a tech support. You know, and then after that, um, after some, after a couple of years, I transferred to a company near my home, and um, luckily, I've been hired as a trainer there. And right now, I've been handling food delivery account. Going back to what I'm saying, once you're onboarded and once you start taking your call. Your task now is to provide a high quality service and also expertise both to your clients and to your phone customers. So a call center agent must have a specific qualities to work well in this setup. So you have to be a person who is patient, also being concise, making things that are uh, make sense and also making your, your point clear, easy to teach, and you can also multitask. You can also, you know, you shouldn't be very oversensitive uh, or even overly emotional. You know, if you can't handle upset customers, then uh, disclaimer, this job may not be for you. So you're not going to be a mere phone operator when you become a call center agent. So you're going to be a, like a problem solver for them, you know, for your customers. So before applying for this job, really have to ask yourself if you can do that. Going back to the main point of this podcast, um, there are many steps that you will face when you actually apply for a call center position. You will need to create an outstanding resume that recruiters can actually peruse and gauge if you're really qualified. You will also go through several screening steps and interviews before you sign a contract. Aside from those uh, basic paperwork and documents and even interviews, you have to prepare for um, you know, you also need to be ready both mentally and emotionally for your application process. When applying for a company, you need an awesome resume that will impress different recruiters. You need to have a resume that looks both simple yet powerful. It has to look professional. One pro tip, you can actually use one of those resume templates online like on Canva or you can download free templates on the internet. So once you're done, or once you have your resume completed, the next step that you need to do is to submit your resume to a job portal. Job portal can be an online marketplace for job, such as uh, Job Street, um, Indeed, or even Monster Job. There's a lot of those in the internet. You also have a chance to look at the job market, or even send resumes through the portals to different employers. Of course, you do have an option to apply directly. And this application type would entail you to walk into many different offices. In Manila, there's tons of companies that offers walk-in or you know that caters walk-in applicants. This can be a bit taxing and difficult on your end, but if you feel that you will ace the interview with just one application to one company, then you can go for this route. Of course, 
companies also have their own websites where you can pass your resume. But if you wish to apply to several companies, you have to submit your application letter to each one. And then after that, you will also need to visit each company offices. Well, depending if they require you, okay? And direct applications are better for tenured agents who already know what they are, what they are you know, they're wanting in their career. Um, and is familiar already with the application process. But if a tenured agent feels that he or she wants to shop around for better offers, going through um, a recruitment firm or a job portal is actually much better. Now that you know we're done with the resume, so if you're you're done submitting those, you will now be interviewed. The first interview is usually on the phone or over the phone or even online. It is essentially done to gauge your English uh, speaking skills. And then after that, um, the first interview in the office, you will be uh, given an exam. So the exam normally takes an hour or so, depending on the company that you're applying for. And these exams are used to check your IQ or grammar or even typing tests for non-voice accounts. Most of the time, uh, the exams are about English proficiency and logical reasoning. And now for the exciting part of this podcast. So after the screening process, this is now the time that you'll be given a job offer. Now, that's the case if you pass, okay? So the job offer will contain all the pertinent information related to your new work. So pro tip as well, just read it carefully and don't just sign without knowing what is on it. So it includes, it normally includes the inclusions of your package, um, you know, what are the benefits that you'll be getting, and even your basic salary. And then if you think that, okay, I'm good with it, I'm going to sign, then go ahead, sign the contract, and accept the job offer. Once you're done with that, you can now start getting your documents ready. In, in the Philippines, usually they require birth certificate, um, diploma, uh, you know, college documents that includes your grades, even NBI, or you have to undergo medical examinations or lab tests. And then after that, once you have all of those requirements in place, you are now ready to work. <laughs> so congratulations. And then after that, um, on your day one at work, you can drop by on the HR office to submit your documents. Now, you need to be early so that you will know which area uh, your training rooms will be at. Ask the guard at the reception to guide you. Well, in the in the Philippines, normally we send, or in the call center companies in the in Manila, we send uh, text messages or even emails that contains information about who's going to be your trainer, uh, what time is your uh, shift, and also what are those um, things that you need to bring on your day one. Now, very precious tip that I can provide to everyone is punctuality. You have to be punctual. You have to show the company that attendance and tardiness will not be an issue for you. Of course, you have to disclose that. You have to disclose your proximity to the company and 
Also, let them know if there's any uh, instances that will make you um, late for work. So, those are the uh, the things that you have to remember. Just be transparent to your trainer. Just be transparent to your supervisor. And uh, a lot of BPO companies are really open. They're really open when it comes to com- communication. Uh, they give you uh, tips. They give you steps to take. If in case that um, you don't have your requirements ready or um, there are some emergencies or unforeseen circumstances that will affect your work. And that's it. Pretty much that's the steps that you need to take for you to um, get a job in the BPO industry. And I hope that you like our episode for today. I hope that you're able to get insights, you're able to plan things out for your career. And I really do hope that you'll be successful when you start your career in the BPO industry. And that wraps up our episode for today, folks. Many thanks to our listeners. And as always, stay tuned for another exciting episode in which we will continue to discover live hacks. So stay tuned. And until then, I've been your host, Snart. Good day.